Good morning, good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon and I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, Richmond's home for BCU basketball, the Richmond Flying Squirrels, the Hokies, and your Washington Commanders. And of course, it is a football Friday. We've got a lot to discuss on the show today. We're live and local here in Richmond from 12 to 3 p.m. We've got Josh filling in, JC on the mic filling in for Stubb, as Virginia Tech with its biggest game of the season so far at Louisville with a chance to take sole possession of second place in the ACC. UVA against Georgia Tech. Got to win that game if you're Tony Elliott and you want to gain some positive momentum for the program. JMU, James Madison, the Dukes continue their unbeaten season at Georgia State. And like I said, the Commanders... Well, you can hear their game right here on 910 The Fan as they are in Foxborough, where they have never won at Gillette Stadium against the New England Patriots. Phone lines are open throughout the show. It's 833-804-0910. Call AWOD, 833-804-0910. If it's a good tweet, we'll read it on air. Tweet us at 910TheFan and at AWOD Radio. But you know how we like to start the show every day, by catching you up on anything you might have missed around the sports world. And we start with Thursday Night Football here on the Sports App. Here it is, everybody. Clearly, this is the future. Stats, scores, highlights. Whoa, 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 are you serious? Wi-Fi plus 3G, 64 This one, this one. The Sports app. And we start with Thursday Night Football in the NFL. Titans-Steelers was actually a really interesting matchup last night on Amazon Prime. I caught it from curbside. Love that spot in the fan. Uh, as the Titans... Trailed early and then took a halftime lead back and forth, back and forth. But the Steelers were clutch thanks to their defense when it mattered most. But it was Najee Harris who got the Steelers onto the board with this 10-yard rush into the end zone. Here's the call on WDVE 102.5 FM. First and goal at the 10. Pickett stays in the gun. Four-man rush. Hands it off. And into the end zone comes Najee Harris for a 10-yard rushing touchdown, his second of the season. And Kenny Pickett has been up and down this season for the Steelers. Uh, Definitely offense has not been uh, the lead dog for the Steelers, but he was decent last night. No interceptions, no sacks. QBR kind of ugly, though, 43.6. 19 of 30, 160 yards, but one touchdown pass as Pickett finds Deontay Johnson in the end zone for this three-yard touchdown throw. Pickett in the shotgun, gets the snap, looks right. Deontay Johnson wide open, touchdown Pittsburgh. 
the Steelers march it 92 yards to take the lead. That's Deontay Johnson's first touchdown in what, a couple seasons? Yes. 20 games. So the Steelers get the ball back in the fourth quarter. Looks like they're going to be able to run out the clock. Nope. They've got to punt it after three plays. Back to the Titans once again as Will Levis trying to make some magic here with a final drive to win the game for the Titans. Down by four. They get all the way to the Pittsburgh 19, and it's Will Levis down the middle. Intended for Wiley, but intercepted by Quan Alexander. Picking off Will Levis on the final drive of the game to seal the victory for the Steelers. 20-16. Here's the call on 102.5 FM. Here's the snap. Four-man rush. He looks. He fires for the intercepted. And that is Quan Alexander. His first of the season in this game is over. Pretty exciting game, though, as the Steelers move to 5-3 on the season. Titans now 3-5. 0-4 away from Nissan Stadium there in Nashville, Tennessee. Will Levis, after his four-touchdown game, his first start, 22 of 39, no touchdown passes, four sacks, and that costly interception. Here's the quarterback of the Titans talking after the game. First and foremost, from a penalty perspective. That's Mike First Tomlin. And foremost from a penalty That's Mike pers- Tomlin, yeah. Just roll Mike Tomlin. First and foremost, from a penalty perspective, part of being a tough team to beat first is not kicking your own butt, man, and, and we kind of been doing that some, and we got to own that. And so um, we will. Uh, we'll review it. We'll learn from it. We'll look at it. So the Steelers, Mike Tomlin was talking about 10 penalties for 80 yards, and they're the only team in NFL history uh, to be outgained offensively in each of their first eight games but still have a winning record at 5-3. and three. Uh, But like I said, here's Will Levis after the game after he had the game-sealing interception. I mean, got to finish drives. The, the yards don't mean anything if, if you don't finish those drives for sure. I mean... We're not going to force anything, but or we're just going to do our jobs and play the field position battle if we need to. But obviously, you want to you want to score points, and um, couldn't get it done as much as we needed to tonight. So there are four three-star games in the NFL going on this weekend, beginning at 9:30 this Sunday from Frankfurt, Germany, with the Dolphins against the Chiefs. But we move over to the NBA here on the Sports App. Rookie sensation Victor Wembenyama. Third most points scored as a rookie in Spurs franchise history. David Robinson had all the other records. 38, 39, and 41. Well, Wemby had 38 last night. An unbelievable performance as the Spurs defeat the Phoenix Suns for the second night in a row. Here's the call on WOAI as Victor Wembanyama hits this mid-range jumper. 72-55, Spurs by 17. They can work for the last shot here. Wembanyama front court left. Gets it across the line, pulls up left wing three. That's a Wemby right over Eubanks. A 20-point first half for the Spurs, Victor Wembanyama. And Wemby would continue his domination in the second half with this Big dunk. Down low to Collins. Posting up on Bates Diop. Underneath gets a pass up to Wemby. Yama left-hand slam from Zach Collins. Wemby with the bucket. He's got 33. And the Spurs lead by five. 
So Wemby dominant inside and once again on the outside converting this three-point shot. Outside right now to Wembenyama, 10 to shoot. Wembenyama straight away, three over Eubanks. That's a Wemby Twile. 36 points for Victor Wembenyama. And he would finish the game with 38 as the Spurs would defeat the Phoenix Suns. Two games in a row, Wemby outshines Kevin Durant and the Suns. Let's take a listen to the Suns, the Spurs rookie center, Victor Wembenyama, after the game discussing his 38-point performance in the Spurs win on Thursday night. I mean, somebody's got to do it, you know. <laughs> As I told you before, uh, tomorrow is going to be one of my teammates. Uh, yesterday, it was two days ago, I mean, it was Keldon, you know. It's, this is how we work as a group, as a team. Big win for Wemby and the Spurs. If you're not watching him, it's time to stop the excuses. Oh, I wanted to go to this party. Oh, it was Halloween. Victor Wembanyama is the seven foot four freak who's dominating basketball every night. And even when his team loses, it still looks like you're watching a cartoon character. It is so much fun to watch. I highly suggest everybody to check Wemby out. Lastly, here on the Sports Up, over to College Hoops as the season begins Monday. I need to let all of the Richmonders know that VCU men's basketball hosts McNeese State Monday, November 6th at 7 p.m. for the season opener at the Seagull Center. Well, you can join me and all of the uh, VCU cheerleaders, dance team, the Peppas for a pregame block party from 5 to 6.30 right outside of the Seagull Center on Harrison Street. You can enjoy food, drinks, games, and all this good stuff for the family, including VCU gear, giveaways, a DJ. I'll be on the mic uh, doing a little pregame show and more. Tickets are still available for the game. Go to VCUathletics.com. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open, 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. The Hokies have a big test this weekend at Louisville, Andy Bitter covers Virginia Tech. He'll join us at 2.30. GP Grant Polson from the Grant and Danny Show will hop on with us at 1.30. But it's crosstalk with Michael Phelps when we return. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. You know it's a good intro song when MP is up and dancing. He's singing it in the background. What's going on, MP? MP on mic four. Music of my childhood, AWOD, absolutely. (laughs) It brings you back? Uh, I think the first CD I owned was was Blink, The Dude Ranch. Oh, really? I had some cassette tapes before that. Mm. I believe the first cassette tape I owned was Hootie and the Blowfish Cracked Rear View. I bet you cannot guess the first CD that I owned. It is kind of embarrassing, but I I loved it, and I listened to it on repeat. Um, All right, so I grew up kind of into hip-hop. 
Okay. Right? But it was this was after Biggie and Tupac. I was gonna say like Marshall Mathers? No. Ella Funk. Ella Funk. Ella Whoa, Funk. that's a poll. So we've got that's a, a full we've got a full studio here today yeah. for a little crosstalk, and I did this because yes. I'm out of the Odyssey Survivor pool. So we wanted to bring everyone in for a little crosstalk here on AWOD Radio. Hey. Let's hit the crosstalk sounder, Josh. <laughs> if I could just go. have your attention. It's crosstalk with Adam Epstein and Michael Phillips on the fan. It's like that one '90s movie that everybody loved. What's the name of that movie? It's not crosstalk, but it sounds like crosstalk. It's crosstalk on the fan. Oh, Face Off with Travolta and Nick Cage. But this is crosstalk. All right, so every day at 12.15, we bring on Michael Phillips for a little crosstalk, yes, but sir. we've got Kat Simons Hello. in the building. We've got yes. Jeff Wicker. <laughs> Studio full of winners. Studio's full of winner here for <laughs> the Odyssey race. NFL Survivor Pool. And so each week on the show, we've been breaking it down, giving out some big fat winners. And throughout the first six weeks, I had not taken an L. I was feeling really good about myself. And then week seven, I chose the Buffalo Bills, oh. and Bill Belichick got... <laughs> Got a fast one on me here as the Bills eliminated AWOD from the Odyssey NFL Survivor Pool. But you're, we are you're a now, big man, though. You're still administering. We are down to the Elite Eight. That you is started it, Zach so McHugh, Jenny, Rick, Amy, Michael Phillips, Gary Hess, Jeff, and Kat Simon. So, wow. uh, Jeff, why don't you start us off here? What are you thinking for this weekend? Well, here's the deal. And I hate this. And I hate that I didn't do this. <laughs> I get these hunches. You know, you just get a hunch, okay? And so I thought, you know, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh last night. I'm yeah. Because I'm one of those, I hate the waiting all weekend. I hate waiting to decide, what, you know, like I'm going to be sweating. You did it? No, and oh, I didn't. you wanted to do it. I he talked about to. it all week. Oh. He saw me in the hallway and he said, I'm thinking Steelers. No. <laughs> I did, and I got talked out of it. Oh. So you know who I'm going with? I'm going with the Browns. Oh. You're with the Browns? But let me tell you why I'm nervous about that. Okay. Okay. Oh, Arizona. That they're becoming my favorite team because they have won it for me three times. By whoever I go against Arizona, yeah. I've won three times. Wow. They've, so, they've lost a lot. They've lost a lot. <laughs> so who are they playing? They're playing Arizona, the Browns. Oh. So I'm thinking, ooh, is that mm. like, you know, four times a charm? Can I keep, <laughs> you know, if I just doomed myself? But I'm, going, I'm going with the Browns. I'm going with the you're Browns. So you're Browns? going with... P.J. Walker. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's going with the team playing Arizona. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the that's strategy. What that's, what that's what we're rolling You're, you're looking to win a defensive battle. Yes, a low-scoring yes. game. Yes, yes. All right. All right. You are in with the Cleveland Browns. Michael Phillips. Uh, you know, I I think I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints, who oh. are only 4-4. Four and four. Offense yep. has been struggling. I have used up a lot of the good teams. I will acknowledge that. We're, we're eight weeks in. I've picked a lot of the good ones. But I am also making an opponent selection here. The Saints are playing the Chicago Bears. And I would like to tell you a fun fact about the Chicago Bears. This is according to my extensive research. They're bad. They're, they're not any good at football. doesn't matter who's the quarterback. They're not any good oh at football. Um, so Are you scared about Montez Sweat? Montez Sweat was traded from the Commanders to the Bears this week uh-huh. and will make his debut. You know I love me some Tez. He was one of my guys up there in D.C. Yep. I'm a little worried he's going to get three sacks and then point at the TV and be like, that one's for you, Phillips, for picking against <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's going to be getting a big bag of money at the end of the season. Kat, when can people check you out on air and what channel? 
on Mix 98.1 from 10 to 3, like right. now. Yes, and and Kat, Kat's been walking around the office telling everyone her new nickname is K-Wad. K-Wad, I K-Wad. just heard this. That's my new nickname. Like, when it. we go down the hall, A-Wad said, Kat, I'm on Kat K-Wad. So it's A-Wad. K-Wad. K-Wad. Yes, because I'm eliminated from the pool, I had to pick somebody to root for. And I want Kat to be the winner. Okay. So oh, like, I've been wow. telling you, Kat, listen to my show. Listen okay. to my show from I 12 do. to 3, and I, I will try... To help you out with your selection. So you, let's you know talk what? it out, all right? I, I like the spiders this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> the spider. That's who she should pick. That's who she should pick. That was a good one. That was no, a good one. No, I mean, you know, they are. But I also, <laughs> I've got to tell you that I like the Saints because I like Derek, the quarterback. All right. I like Derek, too. But so, I don't um, always trust him. No, no. I, I think no? that I, I think that Taysom Hill has been much better over the last few weeks here, and he's like a gadget guy. But hear me out on this. The okay. Washington Commanders just traded two of their maybe four best players defensively. Right. And they're going to New England and they have never won there. Ooh. And I would I would suggest going with Ooh. New England. Really? Oh, so you, what do you really? think, Michael? Okay. Really? I think that's right. dangerous. I, I think, is that dangerous? I think New England's quarterback hey, is... Don't is, you want to live on the edge? I do want to live on the edge. I'm going with New England. Oh, oh no! Oh, my God. Oh, K-Wan. no. You're going to take, take him over the commanders. Yes. What happened wow. was... Well, I've it, already had the commanders. What happened was one of the final eight, one of our, our big winners here, just walked into this studio said, Hey, you, guy who's out of the contest, what do you think <laughs> about this? <laughs> You know, he's always giving me guy great advice. guy that invented advice. the contest, though. <laughs> he, he gives great advice. My, my very favorite trivia question. I went to the University of Kansas. There's only one basketball coach in the history of Kansas basketball who has a losing record all time. Oh, who? James Naismith. The guy, <laughs> the guy, oh, the guy who invented, the, guy who invented the game. Oh, there you go. He, okay. was, he, he got really mad. He said, this should just be for fun. We shouldn't be, like, recruiting the best athletes. And so he never had the best team. Oh, come on. And he always lost a lot. <laughs> Wicker, the, the pot is already over 150 bucks. What, hey, are, you, what are you going to spend it on if you win? I'm going to go buy a new car. Can I get my <laughs> oh! Can I get my bucks? No, no. Here's that's, what I'm going to do. That's a bad you, down payment. <laughs> nice you go. Yeah, yeah right. What about you? K-Wad here. If I win, I'm going to throw a big Super Bowl party for the final eight. Here. There we oh, go. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Well, now yes. I want her to win, too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, come on. <laughs> How about no. if I buy pizza for everybody? Do you, know, you want me to win now? Or no? Yeah. <laughs> okay, a party, a Super no, Bowl it's party. No, it's been a ton of fun to do, to do this whole I pool. And, and I'll tell you. Way, I've never played a pool like this. I am loving it. You're, it you're all in. I mean, listen, let me tell you, I've never sweated more over a $5 possible <laughs> bet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a gambler. Yeah. I am. I'm a gambler. And so it's not about the money anymore. It's yeah. about I want to win this yeah. thing. Yeah. I want to win. It's about bragging rights. I mean, it especially because Rick is sending salty emails every oh, week oh, to people. Oh. <laughs> every time I see I Jenny know. in the hallway, she's stopping me it, to let me know about her pick and that she's never been wrong. Is oh. Jenny the one from advertising? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little, little part of me wants her. To win, too. I know. Well, I, I know. You know, you know what? She's got a perfect. She, what? me, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I acknowledge that. You're here. Yeah. I also told Zach that he needs to win to hold down the sports department. Like this you know, the program director for the sports department oh, needs to true. make it to the finals. Okay. I don't, I don't want to be put out this week. I don't want to be put out this early in the season. Jenny and Gary has undefeated. Yeah, they're undefeated. Like I had, I had to buy back in. I yeah, did too. you they, added to the pot. You added to the I, pot I twice, the pot. didn't you? You're, yeah, in for, yeah. you're in for ten dollars. Houston, Houston did me in. I'm like against Jacksonville. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, 
I think yeah. Houston did me in too. Yeah. yeah, I'm afraid of them. I don't want to mess with He's them at all. Afraid of them. I am. Well, don't mess with girls, Texas. Yeah, that's you, it. You don't Mike, mess Michael, with you started the competition with so much confidence. You you picked Kirk Cousins. Oh, I week lost one. the first week. Yeah. I lost week one. <laughs> I know. Oh. It, it made me laugh so much until week seven, and then I was the one that was <laughs> the rotten egg. Well, I, I just thought I was done, and then you explained to me that if you lose in the first week, you can jump back in. Yeah, and 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 I've been I've been rolling ever since. Yeah, it, it's been it's been awesome, and it's been really cool to have everyone in, involved in the station. So, uh, no, I appreciate you guys playing. And, I love uh, this. This is the way to do. It. Let's do this Thank again you. next yeah. year. Yeah. No, you know what? If everyone gets it. knocked out after Thanksgiving, let's do it for the second half of the season. Yeah. All right, can we can do that. Yeah. I'm, in. Do that. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. maybe we could raise the stakes to. Eight dollars. Oh, oh, right. The elite little, eight. The eight dollar buy. A little rich for my it. blood here. Uh-oh. <laughs> just a daytime radio host. Okay. <laughs> well, then if we do that, he might be able to buy a car. Oh, wait, we got to give him the car money here. Got to give him the oh, car man. money. I, All right. When is Wicker and Wild? When can people check you we're out? We're on from five thirty to ten Monday through Friday. So man, that is so out. early. Are I'm so kidding? glad I don't have to get up that early it's anymore. It's way early. Yeah, because when I was working on the junkies, I had that four fifteen alarm. It's Ooh, early. Yeah, I get hard. up at three thirty. I got up every morning and I said, "I just want to quit." Like, yeah, can well, I just do. quit my job? You yeah. do. You do. There's there's yes. there's never a day yes. where you want to wake up at three thirty and say, "Oh, this is a good choice today." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> and now you've been waking up at three thirty and looking at NFL.com immediately. That's exactly. Uh, yeah. That's a matter of fact. I fell asleep watching a game last yeah. night, so I, didn't get to see it. so I pick up my phone and say, "Siri." I go, Pittsburgh Steelers game. She goes, the Steelers edged out a win. I'm like, oh, I should have picked them. <laughs> it was, you would have been sweating. Yeah, you would have been sweating. See, see, that's what I'm saying. It Maybe it's good I didn't. Close. That would have been a terrible one. I, well, you know what's close. so funny is he Wicker loves to pick Thursday night football. I Michael, yes. what's your rule? I don't pick Thursday night yeah, football. Yeah, you won't do it. No, too too many neither. wacky things happening on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, he likes to do it Thursday so he can win and yeah. go, just take the weekend off. Right. Everyone's sweating on Thursday. Um, on Sundays, he's already focused on next week. Is there a strategy that you should pick the Monday night game? Because if everybody loses mm-hmm. on Sunday, you might be the last one left. That's you know what? Wow. I haven't thought about that. That That's is like good. straight out of Vegas, right there. Yeah, that would is. that count, that or would you be like, nah, you lost in the same week? I get, would say, get, out, get yeah, out of here. The week starts Thursday and ends Monday. So there's no timing element. Yeah, even it. if okay. you pick the game in Germany and you know there's a time difference there, uh, you're still out of here. All right, all right. All I was right. online too, Wicker. I couldn't get my stuff to print, and it was too small for me to read. Aha! Uh-huh, see, there you go. I was looking around and seeing what was what, you know, and spreads. I know a little bit. Split, spreads and player props this and more. This is the sports show yes. of the future, yeah. right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This is the new sports junkies. Hey, hey, I used to race cars, y'all. Stock cars and then micro sprint cars. So yeah, I. Oh, let's go. Oh, look at there. k talking a big game over boogity, here. Boogity, boogity. <laughs> oh, yeah. So from there, of course, you're going to love football and you're going to love baseball because that's what you do when you grow up in West Virginia. <laughs> if you ain't first, you last. You last. That's it. <laughs> All right. I right. appreciate you guys stopping by. That Thanks was our way. NFL Odyssey Survivor Pool Talk. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, Richmond's home for the Washington Commanders. Every skinny skin skins game can be heard on 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, 
or anywhere around Richmond on the free Odyssey app with a two-hour post-game show, The Gut Check, and I will be appearing on that this Sunday at 5.15. And, Michael, I told Kat to pick the Patriots because Washington's never won in Gillette Stadium, and I told everyone last week was going to be the final week I picked the Commanders to win. And then that you was were, it. You were good to your word, and there's lots of reason to think that Sam Howell is in for it on Sunday. Yeah. I, I think they could keep it close. Yeah, but I don't think they win the well, game. I don't. I don't think the Patriots could score 28. I don't think they've got that in them. Oh, it's probably a battle to 20. <laughs> I, I, I think the first to 21 wins for sure. Yeah, and it's going to be about which defense can make plays with the turnovers. If you can get some takeaways, I've been beating the drum. This is Emmanuel Forbes' week. This is why you drafted him to go against a quarterback who you can take. Get some interceptions, get the ball back, and give the offense some short fields. Because I don't want Sam Howell driving at 80 yards every time. I totally agree. The big theme of the week from the outside looking in in Ashburn, and you were there, was addition by subtraction. Yeah. Did you feel that when you were in the building? That, that was a that was a, a hot take there. Uh, ben Standing with the Athletic putting that out, and yeah. I, I got this sense in the locker room. There was calm. There was a, nobody was. Oh my gosh. What will we do without Chase and Montez? And the line I keep coming back to, they were 31st in scoring in yeah. the NFL. You can do that without Chase Young. You can do that without Montez Sweat. I think there's an understanding, though, F.A. Obad is going to play more snaps. K.J. Henry, the rookie, might play more snaps. You have a deeper bench, a deeper rotation. I think it gives John Allen a chance to be the guy. Um, if you look broadly, zoom out, Chase Young was always presented by the team as the face of the franchise. Here's Chase Young, number two overall pick, yeah. on the tickets, on the commercials. But I think if you look at the defense, if you're in the locker room, John Allen runs the room. John Allen is the heart and soul of the defense. He now becomes the unquestioned leader defensively. Yeah, and I want to talk more about what you threw out there earlier this week, and that is a Cinco package with Jonathan Allen lining up more on the outside. A little more outside. Yes. And he's got sacks. John Allen can get sacks. He, he can... He, he can move, he can bend, he, he's got a little speed to him. He's got a lot more speed than Payne, I think. Very versatile. But Payne is not a versatile player. Yeah. Payne does one thing. He stops the run. He's he, like a nose tackle. He right? does it very well. Like, remember yeah. Pot Roast? Terrence Knighton yeah, was here. Yeah, yeah, Payne's just the next iteration. Payne is just the next iteration of Pot Roast. Mm-hmm. Like, right, he's just, he just clogging up the middle, take on a double team every time, tackle the running back. Yeah. John Allen's got a little more versatility to him. Now, the offense looked really good against Philadelphia, but they've just been so up and down that you know I, I would be surprised if Sam Howell didn't have an interception or two. I, I think you have to account for that and, and probably should have last week. And even the sack number last week of one, a little misleading. He had the intentional grounding that doesn't count as a sack, but definitely was a sack. He's not fixed and I think Ron Rivera's comments were a pretty big disservice to Sam Howell this week of hey we can trade these guys because we found a franchise quarterback yeah. that was a disservice to a kid who has not been found as a franchise well, quarterback. It's just Ron Rivera vomiting all over himself in front of the media over and over again. I want to get your take on this. I, I am a Sam Howell guy. I'm, I'm in the Howell hive. I'm howling for Howell. I, I love the guy but I think you could argue that he played within the game plan, and he was excellent in the first 15 plays, the scripted plays that they practiced all week. No question. And then he got zero points in the third quarter. It's the second time against Philadelphia yep. they score 31 for the game. Zero in the third quarter. It kind of tells me that when they got away from the script, he struggled. Eric bieniemy has got some learning and growing to do too, right? You have a lead, but you're still not running the ball. That confused me a little bit, yeah. and I'm not I'm not Chris Russell. I'm not the rooster. Cock-a-doodle-doo, got to run the ball every single down. 
but you got to run the ball to win and you got to run the ball to maintain leads. And they haven't been able to do that effectively. They're not helping Sam Howell, but Sam Howell isn't helping himself either. All those things you just mentioned. One part of the running game that I've missed was getting Curtis Samuel involved. What's his injury status? He did not practice today in Ashburn on a Friday. That's always a really bad sign because Friday's a, a situational day, a light walkthrough day. So the fact that he's out there tells me he probably will not play this weekend. I agree. That's a big piece of what they do getting him the ball quickly, getting him in short yardage. I think Logan Thomas probably takes a bunch of those snaps away from uh, Logan Thomas is a guy who can make a tough catch, make a quick catch. You'd rather have the ball in Curtis Samuel's hands, though. Yeah, but what does the wide receiver depth chart look like this weekend? Because I guess you'll have Terry on one side, Jahan on the other. Yep. Jamison Crowder is going to start in the slot. Is it Pringle? Because we haven't seen Deami Brown much. We have not seen Deami Brown much, and I think Deami Brown, when he comes in the game, he's going long to try to catch a pass that I wish they would be throwing to Terry. That's a, that, that's generally what's going on. It always hits his fingertips, doesn't oh, it? Oh, <laughs> man. It's so frustrating. He's so close. He's so close. He's, he, he's the Preston Smith of that. Remember Preston <laughs> said he almost got a sack. Yeah. He was so close to a sack. Almost got his fingertips on him. I, I think I think more Jamison Crowder is a very reasonable expectation, and I think Jamison Crowder has beaten expectations so far in terms of what he's brought to the team. He's still got it, man. Like, yeah, he, especially he, in he the slot playing. because he's got a short burst. Yeah, right? Like he's really good. He can get five yards quicker than most guys on our team. I, I'm really impressed by what he's at. And when he left, you thought like that guy's going to stick in the league for a long time. Then it didn't work for him for whatever reason. Yeah, I'm seeing what I saw back then, though. It's a guy who belongs in this league. Yeah, I think people, because of his contract, maybe viewed him as a wide receiver, too. But he's a wide receiver, three. That that's a great point. He signs the big contract with the Jets. Oh, that's a guy who's going to get eighty yards a game. He is not a guy who's going to get eighty yards a game, but he's a guy who can thirty-five in yeah. this system. That's all they need, and he's good with that role. He's comfortable with that. He dapped me up by the way. He comes over to me in the locker room. And he goes, good dude, good to see you again. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I've been gone too, like because <laughs> I was gone to the start of the season. So he came back, had the comeback. I was like, oh yeah, it's like old times in here again. Yeah. It's good, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, how's the offensive line shaking out for this weekend? You know, I, I was the coaches are publicly very pumped about it. Everything went great. I have major Chris Paul questions. He had a couple bad penalties last week. Mm-hmm. Those Joey Sly thank you note for hitting that field goal after they backed it up to sixty one. Yeah, had the penalty right before Sam Howell's interception. He's got to clean those things up. But it's center. No question. Tyler Larson was an improvement over Nick Gates. Another indictment of general manager Ron Rivera bringing in a player who's now sitting on the bench. Yeah, I just wonder, like, why was he such an improvement? Because, I mean, you saw it with the sack total, right? I mean, one sack on the game against the Eagles. And maybe he just was sliding the protection better. Maybe the snaps were better. I don't know what it was. We also need to to, to give the note of caution. This is going to be a tough game, so there could be regression this week as well where he could be exposed as if he handles his own against that Patriots defense though I'm all in like what is going on here yeah I mean we're gonna have to mix it up though because if they go with the quick stuff I have a feeling that Bill Belichick's gonna be ready for that and there will be like a pick six like if we go with the hey snap it and throw they will press coverage us and jump one of those I I need a lot of Terry this week Get, get Terry the ball in coverage let him make his tough catches downfield he's a star let him be a star in an environment where maybe the other players might be struggling, taking a step Let's backwards. continue with the offense. Will Cole Turner be active? That's a great question because I, I think that he, he was the one that surprised me last week when he came up on the inactive list. I wish Bates had a little bit more to offer as a pass catcher. He's kind of a little bit more what you need right now, a big body, a big blocker, which no disrespect to Logan Thomas, he just isn't. That just isn't his specialty. But at the same time, 
I think Logan Thomas, they feel comfortable with him taking all those catches. They feel comfortable with him taking eight targets a game, nine targets a game. That muscles out Cole Turner to an extent. So we got a lot still to come on the show today. I'll give you my official prediction and my keys to victory. Uh, but like I said, I'm not picking the Commanders to win for the rest of the season. I think they can definitely keep it close. What's your official prediction? Even against the Giants? The Giants are so bad. I don't know if I can pick us to win any they, games. They have to beat the Giants at home. Otherwise, I might join you in the fire. Well, that's what club. I said last time we played the Giants. Right, and I invited touche. people over for a watch party. Touche. not going to make that mistake again. I just, they're so bad. Like, that's a referendum game on whether or not this is a group competent enough to continue the rest of the season. Yeah. You have to beat the Giants. So I- I'm going to pick them to win cautiously. I more like the points than I like them to win. I think this is a toss-up game, so I love the idea of getting three and a half points. I, I like taking the points. I don't I don't like them outright. That's MP on the mic. You can follow him on Twitter, Michael PNRVA. And like we said on your show for Crosstalk, Win or lose, it's not a misery Monday. No, sir. It's a VCU game day. Ba-na-da-na. V. Ba-na-da-na. C. <laughs> I'm Let's ready. Go. I'm VCU. ready. VCU. I'm, I'm Adam Epstein. Up. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, it is a football Friday. Stay locked to 910 The Fan for my keys to victory for the Washington Commanders traveling to New England to face off against the Patriots. Grant Polson, GP from Grant and Danny, will join the show at 2.30, and then we'll talk a little Hokies with Andy Bitter at 2.30 on the show today. GP at 1.30, Andy Bitter for Hokies at 2.30. But joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline is Matt Valdez from the Sports Junkies. What's going on, Valdez? Hey, Wad. What's up? How are you? I'm doing pretty good, and uh, I thought you guys had an excellent episode of Bit Season yesterday, and that's where I want to begin. I was okay. heartbroken and devastated when I saw Matthew Perry passed away, and you guys were so yeah. right. The NFL Sunday uh, just completely uh, ruined all of sports radio and, and talk radio host chances to talk about Matthew Perry and the impact that, that he had on our lives, and uh, I, I was right there with you, man. Friends was a big part of my childhood. My mom and dad watched it you know, every week. Yeah, it, it kind of slipped through the cracks, didn't it? Because uh, everyone's recapping the games on Monday. And I just, I didn't realize this. And I'm glad that you mentioned it, that you watched it, and your mom and your dad watched it. But when I when I was kind of ta- uh, eulogizing Chandler Bing on bit season, Drab brought up the fact that Friends was a chick show. And I said, what, what, what are you talking about, it's a chick show? And he goes, well, they talk about dating and the relationships. Well, hello, Seinfeld, all Jerry does is date every single woman in New York. All Elaine and George do uh, are go see Putty and, and <laughs> talk about every girl that they're dating. I mean, I didn't, under, I didn't understand his logic. But like you said, I, I grew up on Friends and then kind of redis- uh, and rediscovered it, I guess, uh, when it hit Netflix. Right. And it, it's just... You know, I don't know Matthew Perry from any uh, from anyone. He doesn't know who I am. But 
it's just you kind of just grow up with somebody, and when he dies, you kind of you kind of lose a little piece of yourself, and that it just made it just made me sad. That's all, because I just remember remember watching episodes where you are during certain episodes, uh, and, and Friends was just a constant for me in life. Uh, yeah, and, and and you made such a great point there that I felt like a lot of people, you know, I'm 30 years old, a lot of millennials rediscovered Friends when it came out on Netflix as something that you watched during a pregame or maybe after the bars or you fell asleep and you woke up in the middle of the night to da 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 and the yeah. theme song and all that. But I don't want to yeah, make it a you... Friends versus Seinfeld bit because I loved both of them. But I will say is... Chandler Bing and Joey was like the ultimate bromance. For, so for Drab to say it was just a chick show, he's wrong. He's definitely wrong, and I think he felt a little sheepish and felt a little awful about it when I compared you and Drab's friendship to, to Joey and Chandler. I know. You were so right, though, because Joey's my number one. Like You, you called that spot on. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. What did you think of me being Team Ross? You know what? I, I thought you guys made a great point, and you you work in the industry, so you understand as producers. Ross's character was awkward, and there were a lot of bad scenes, but you needed him for the show to work. Exactly. You you know what? You're spot on as well. Well, I, you I know love... maybe we should we, we we should get together and have a rewatch sometime. We should. We should go through each of our our favorite episodes. The one where me and Matt Matt Valdez sit down and watch the yeah. show. <laughs> and I was very I was very upset at the people that didn't understand that shtick. I know. I know. It it was upsetting. But we have you on every Friday at 12:45 for Don't Sleep on These Picks. It's time for Don't Sleep on These Picks. Presented by Don't Sleep Energy. AWOD will be joined by one of the donks behind the glass, Drab and Valdez. He's the sexiest man on the planet. To go through the best college and NFL games of the weekend. Weekend! Weekend! Don't sleep on this segment every Friday at 1245 on AWOD Radio. All right, let's start with your lock of the week, Matt Valdez. All right, my lock of the week is going to be the Germany game between the Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to get it out of the way early on Sunday. Um, A little fact for you, Adam. Do you know uh, that the Kansas City Chiefs just got to Germany today, basically, while the Miami Dolphins have been there since they left Sunday after the game, so they've been there since Monday? Mm. Let me kind of rewind you. Uh, about all of these games in Europe thus far. The Ravens, who ended up getting to London on Monday, beat the Titans, who who Mike Grable decided to to land on Friday. They beat them in London at at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. (laughs) Then you have the, the Jaguars, who got to London on a Monday. They played the Buffalo Bills, who got to London, guess what day, Adam? On a Friday. The teams that are traveling early, getting acclimated to the time and the weather, having some some group bonding, some bro time with their teammates uh, in another country. These teams are ending up winning these games as opposed to the ones that are getting there later. Maybe they're kind of sleepwalking in the first half. That's why I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins plus one and a half as my mortal lock on Sunday morning. I like it. I I like the pick. I think it's going to be an exciting game. I gave it three stars uh, up there to be possibly AWOD certified game of the week. There were four three-star games that I went with uh, this weekend. Uh, But I I do think that that's going to blow way past the over of 50 and a half. I'm expecting a ton of points. 
Lock of the week, Matt Valdez. The question is, will Taylor Swift be in Germany? I don't think so. I think she's starting her Eras tour. I think it kicks off in South America. So I don't think she's going to be in Germany. We didn't see her last week, by the way. Yeah. Which, while uh, all of a sudden, Taylor Swift has some clout. She's not showing up to games, and all of a sudden, Kansas City's losing. What's going on? <laughs> My lock of the week is the Washington Commanders to lose to the Patriots. They've never Ooh. won in Foxborough. Wow, that's crazy. Because I, I think the Commanders are going to get a win up in Foxborough. Why is that? Nothing about the Patriots' offense scares me. K.J. Bourne's out there, one of their most explosive players. Mac Jones doesn't scare me. Judon's been out for an extended period of time, so I, and I really like how the line played against, against Philly. So I'm not scared of their pass rush. I think Sam Howell can stay upright. Uh, Gonzalez, just the, the first-round pick that, that Bill Belichick just ran to the podium to get uh, after Forbes. He's out. He's on the IR. This team is not scary. They're not explosive. You know, even though even though the commanders may have some warts on them, the commanders actually have playmakers. They have explosion. They have explosive plays. So that, I, I think the commanders are going to walk into Foxborough and uh, kind of punch them in the mouth. You know what? That'd just be so skins to, to win this game by double digits and the fan base is hype again and we're in the playoff hunt, but we don't have our two star pass yeah. rushers anymore. <laughs> I I know, but I, I'm buying into the theory that it might be some addition by subtraction. You know, maybe these guys weren't weren't playing into Del Rio's scheme as much as they wanted to. They're both trying to get that bag at the end of the year. So, you know, maybe they're they're trying to stat pad instead of maybe set the edge when they should be. So I, I'm really going to keep an eye out on the defense. They can't play any worse. You know what I mean, yeah. Adam? Yeah. So I, I actually I actually think the commanders can go up there. I love them if you're going to get three with the commanders, but I think they're going to win outright in, in New England. This is Don't Sleep on These Picks, presented by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. It is Matt Valdez on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. If you need the energy to stay up late and see your Picks go up in flames. It's easy. Go over to don'tsleepenergy.com. That's don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the promo code AWOD radio to save some cash. Matt, have you drank your Don't Sleep Energy drink today? I did. I've actually I've started gravitating toward the shots. Oh, you know really? They, uh, oh, yeah, the Don't Sleep Energy shots. I take a nice guzzle of that <laughs> at, at 5 in the morning. That gets me going through the entire show. All right, so uh, one of the fun parts of this segment that we do, don't sleep on these picks and don't sleep on this segment with one of the guys behind the glass of the sports junkies is trying to joan on the junks a little bit. What is your tilt of the week, Valdez? Oh, you know what my tilt of the week is? I think I think Drab caught, caught Lurch uh, in a lie this morning. <laughs> That's kind of juicy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think... I, uh, uh, Jason was ta- Jason was talking about Will Levis, and I don't think Jason watched any of the game last night. He was he was reading the stats. He was saying how he, he's had some problems with uh, with um, uh, intermediate throws, but Will Levis looked kind of good. And then Drab Drab goes, you know, he was able to, to spot the blitz, and it's and he and he kind of called Jason out for just reading Will Levis's stat line at six in the morning. It was, it was it was kind of crazy because if you watched the game last night, Will Levis kind of looks like a competent NFL quarterback. Yeah, and it's two games in a row, and really he was good until that final drive, and 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 people aren't talking enough about how he led them down the field all the way to the red zone. 
Yeah, I mean, if you just look at the interception, that, but that came with six seconds ago. The sacks that he took, I don't necessarily think they're on him. He looks like a big, strong quarterback. He was able to identify uh, blitzes. And plus, the Pittsburgh blitzes are very complex and very exotic. I think Will Levis has a bright future. I wonder why they didn't start playing him earlier. Yeah, no, it's a good point. My tilt of the week is that I'm upset with you, and I'm oh, upset no. with Drab T-shirt. I'm upset with the producers for the Sports Junkies because your two teams play against each other this Sunday at 1 p.m. And the Ravens and the Seahawks only play each other once every four years. And I haven't heard that you guys have put a big-time bet on the line between your two favorite teams. It's perfectly lined up for you guys to do a bit like loser gets the paddle to the bare ass or loser does a naked lap. And usually you love sexual bets like that, Valdez. That's my tilt of the week. Well, you must have not heard the last segment of the show today where I told Drab, well, Drab is allowing me to paddle his ass if the Ravens win. <laughs> and I agreed, I agreed that if the Seahawks beat the Ravens by double digits, I will funnel, I will funnel Starbucks coffee off of Drab's butt. <laughs> that is so disgusting. <laughs> so where, that, where do you even I, think I, of that idea? <laughs> I don't know. You have no idea what goes on in this brain, Adam. (laughs) Hey, Drab just texted me that you got offered tickets to the game and you turned them down? (laughs) So did Drab. (laughs) Come on now. That would have been the ultimate bit. Is you guys go wearing the the team's jerseys and you start fighting each other? Come on. You could have gone viral. You know, know at the end we would do do one of those cute jersey swaps together. Oh, my God. That would have been such a good photo. (laughs) Yeah, we stand we stand in the uh, in the stands when everyone had left, right underneath the score, and then me and Drab are shirtless, exchanging exchanging our Seattle and our Ravens jersey. <laughs> That's a good bit. Hey, college basketball begins next week. Are the Terps going to be any good? Uh, the Terps are going to be uh, just, I think, just outside the top twenty-five to, to start the year. But I'm really excited to see what Willard does after after getting like a whole another year with the guys. Um, I think they're I think they're going to be kind of a sleeper contender for the Big Ten. I'm expecting big things from Jameer Young this year. Ooh, that so sounds good. They'll be fun, they'll be fun to watch, definitely. All right, we'll catch up with you again next week. Thanks a lot, Valdez. Thank you, Adam. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back.